Hey y'all, I'm Katie Ganaway, your host for Arts Underground, and we've got another episode of Funny You Should Ask today, and we are talking with local comedian Guy Frizzell. Hello, Guy. Hello, Katie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am well, thank you. You are wearing a man bun today and a, a U.S. Postal worker's outfit, because yeah. that's what you do. Yeah, well, the man bun came with the outfit, so it's like... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like an accessory that you can't get rid of. Uh-huh, exactly. Especially <laughs> in this heat, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I smell you. Um, yeah, I'm sure you can. <laughs> so, let's talk about when and how you got interested in doing stand-up comedy. Who who are some of your influences in that? I don't know, like, I growing up, my dad would always, like... We were a big comedy family, but even, like, the people that I wouldn't really listen to now, but, like, Jeff Foxworthy and, like, I'm, well, Richard Pryor, Carlin, they were always playing, like, Rodney Dangerfield. My dad would all and Steve Martin, he had, like, all these albums. So, like, I was always listening to comedy, and it's something I always wanted to do, but never did until, like, I moved to Huntsville. And I... Went to, I think it was like Epic Comedy Hours, maybe their first or second show, maybe even their third. <laughs> but and I, was, I went there and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I found like I got in touch with them and they pointed me to an open mic. I went to an open mic and I was hooked since. Like I was mm-hmm. like, this is fun. I enjoy it. It was do like. You, do you oh. remember some of your early material? Oh my God, it was terrible. It was oh. all. I thought I was like s- super cool and I would try to be really offensive. And it's not stuff I would do now. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it's kind of, I don't know, it's just, it was all you over the place. You can't speak of it on the air. Well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't that bad. It's okay. just stuff that I wouldn't <laughs> do again. I just feel like that's not me. I'm more silly now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was silly stuff in there, but now I'm just more silly, I guess. That's your style of comedy? <laughs> I don't know. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I just, I do stuff that makes me laugh, and yeah. So where did you come from? You said you moved to Huntsville. Yeah, I used to live in Birmingham for a while, mm-hmm. and then, like, northeast Alabama, Fort Payne region. Okay. Like, you know, Alabama, the band, they're from there. Those right. are my uncles, and um, <laughs> I always call them my uncles. They're everybody's uncles. Oh, they're so great. The band I, Alabama. Yeah. Oh, man. They're, they're great. I have a lot of ties to Alabama. Haven't seen them since last Christmas, though. Oh, yeah? I wonder how they're doing. Oh. Uncle... Uh, RIP. I don't know their names. There's it's a couple. Okay. There's Randy, and that's all I can remember right now. I think there's a Randy. It's really bad. I can't remember. I called my uncles, and I was like, oh, I forgot their names. It's like, yeah. It's on the Christmas card guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. know, I don't read. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mo- and I moved down here. Like, I went from there to Birmingham to mm-hmm. here, you know. But I'm originally from Virginia, and I moved down to Alabama when I was, like, a teenager. Mm-hmm. So. so the first gig... What yeah. was that like? How did you get it? Um, well, I just happened to know, like, I made friends with the scene, and we wanted to have some shows. Especially with the open mics. Yeah, yeah, during the open mic. And, like, all there was was Epic Comedy Hour at the time, so we were trying to do shows. And, like, any at the time, any brewery that would have us, we would put on a show. So mm-hmm. we just started doing shows at breweries, and then eventually um, we had a, just a bunch of different shows from Straight to Ale, and now there's still one going with Straight to Ale. That turned into homegrown. Yeah. But then there was like blue pants. There was places downtown that aren't even there anymore where we had shows and stuff. Salty Net was one. Yeah. It was just where everyone, anyone that would give us a show, we were mm-hmm. doing it. Right. So how would you describe your relationship with the comedy scene and how that's developed? It's definitely, I feel it's, oh man, it's changed. Because I started uh, at least 10 years ago. 
maybe even longer, and it was really. So you're a veteran. I guess so. I mean, I've taken a lot of, I've come and gone throughout the years a lot, but it's definitely, I feel like the scene's more family now, mm-hmm. which we had a tight family then. It was just a few of us, but it was kind of also a little cutthroat at the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and now there's so much more comedy now with shenanigans and stand up live and like Epic Comedy Hour, Homegrown, and just all these new shows coming. I feel like everyone's just. Let's keep this ball rolling instead right. of like you so know. like sharing gigs rather than like I'm gonna get that before him. I don't think any of them was like I think it was a lot tougher to get gigs mm-hmm. because there wasn't as many shows. Right. So you felt that a little bit, but I don't think anyone was like I'm trying to get a gig over someone. It was I mean a lot of it's just who you know sometimes. Yeah. So okay, I'm gonna give you two choices, mm-hmm. and you don't have to take either or. Okay, I'll probably. But I do hope both. that you'll do both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. A time that you killed and a time that you bombed. Oh, man. Like, I mean, I bomb probably 90% of the time. Oh, so. no. <laughs> <laughs> I remember That's one not t- completely true. I mean, no, but it's fun. I remember one time we went to a show. We did a show in, I think it was Jacksonville or Anniston, mm-hmm. like Alabama. And it was complete. I mean, it was terrible mm-hmm. because, like, it was a bar show. So no one was really listening. I mean, yeah. so, like, in that aspect, did I really bomb? But, yeah, I feel like right, you should be right. able to try to get some attention, but it was just like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I remember one time we had a show, it was on South Parkway, I forget the name of the place, and I was so excited to do this show, and I just went up there and just total trash, nothing. Oh, no. And I was so bummed, and that was one of the earlier shows, but I mean, I've had good shows, like there used to be a, there used to be a house show in Florence, and that was probably one of my favorite shows I ever did. Why is that? And it was just fun. It was small. There wasn't that many. There's maybe like 30 people, but everyone was all close and together and into it mm-hmm. and there to see it. And just the, everyone was loving everything. And I don't know. It was just good vibe. You just, mm-hmm. everyone, you just felt it all. And yeah, that was probably my favorite show. What is your favorite type of venue and your favorite type of audience? Like, what's your ideal of that? I don't know. Of course, you want a big crowd because you feel like, I feel like, well, there's more chance of people laughing. Yeah. And also you don't have, you know, two sets of eyes right yeah, on your forehead. Exactly. Yeah. But I I like, I mean, I like all the crowds. I don't like doing a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I'm way more confident just doing like five to nine minutes, five to seven. Give mm-hmm. me three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like less and less yeah. and less. <laughs> but I mean, that's my favorite. Like just get up there and just like have a little bit of time that you know is going to do good instead of trying to. Oh, I could do 20 minutes. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> 20 minutes of Guy Brazil. That would be amazing, actually. I, 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 I had to do, like, 15. Was it at Shenanigans? Yeah, at Shenanigans. Yeah. Like, but it was, like, cut up in five different sets. Oh. So, like, the first 12, I mean, I was good. That last three minutes, I had to yeah. go back up because it was a competition we just which, had. Which show was it? The, um... Flinging the Flea Poo show. show. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to think of how to say it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how do I say this? Um, but yeah, so, but it was really fun. But the last, mm-hmm. I made it all the way to the last round and I was super excited. But then I was like, I don't have anything up here. Like, <laughs> I'm always so afraid to, to go to that show because like, I, I'm so afraid of just, you know, showing people, I don't like you. Oh, you are yeah. not funny. Like. How do you feel about that? I if somebody fun. threw some fake poo at you. I mean, I had I had a lot thrown at me. <laughs> that last round, I had pretty much everybody. It was really embarrassing because yeah. there's like, does anyone have any 
poo left and it was like maybe a person yeah so i was yeah. like yeah i got it all but the other guy man he got up there and just killed it mm-hmm. and it was so good do you so, remember who it was aj leary i think he's from birmingham okay but like i mean i I did warm him up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah it was a real fun show you have to balance a personal life a work life and a comedy life how do you do that like how much of comedy is your life would you say not i mean i try to make it because you're a dad yeah so like that's why i've gone in and out so much over the years because it's like well i have a daughter i have to take care of or do something Mm -hmm. not have to but you know that need that has needs so i have to do that and work and i just don't get out as much as i would like to especially some open mics i'll have you know those nights i'll be with my daughter so i can't make it to an open mic so it's like well how am I going to get on part of the scene if I can't be part of the scene I can't get on shows if I'm not making an effort to get out there I feel like so I just come and go when I can when I have time and Mm -hmm. because most of it's work (laughs) do you do you wish that you could have more time on the stage yeah I wish I was I had more time that Mm -hmm. I could get out and do things and I would feel more comfortable up there you know it's just one of those things where you have to practice and make time for Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's just hard yeah you just can't but one thing that you have been a part of quite a few times is comedy test kitchen yeah shenanigans and that's experimental comedy can you talk about that yeah that's really fun um i'm able to do that because it's super late so i always have time to get there and you have some like obscure ideas when you get on stage yeah it was real fun and stuff just like i kind of tried a long time ago at open mics but it didn't really go over well because people are looking for comedy and they're like, what is this guy doing? Mm-hmm. So it's a fun to just do wild characters. And I'm trying to think of a new character I got. Hopefully I could debut sometime soon. but Probably not Jonah Hill. No. Which <laughs> oh everybody God. says you look like, apparently. Oh, my God. Every time I go to – if I go to the Orion, like, oh, I, no. I mean, two to three people are telling me that before I leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean – I Are they, are they I, a little inebriated when they say it, though? Um, Sometimes. I mean – I walked up to the – I was at the fish show, and before I could even get the gate to the gate, this guy's like, hey, Jonah Hill. And I was like, oh, here oh, it goes. No. And then some, but then some drunk girl came up to me later. She's like, you look just like Jonah Hill, <laughs> except you're way better looking, and that guy's a jerk. And I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was funny. What, what celebrity do you wish people would compare you to? I mean, I'm fine not being compared to a celebrity. I don't Not to, like, no, chase yeah, it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I just, you know, don't compare me to anybody. Bringing it back to shenanigans, you yes. you had the Laffy Taffy bit. That yeah. was the best thing I've ever seen you done. Thank you. Can oh, you, wow. Can you talk That's... a little bit about that? I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny to, to like, tell jokes written off Laffy Taffy's and eat the Laffy Taffy's <laughs> while I do And you would I have your it. own jokes in between. Honestly, I was just going off what they wrote yeah, on there yeah, and kind yeah. of just played Riffing. off that joke. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was really fun. I'm really – when I did it at uh, Shenanigans that time, it was – did you ever count up how many you got in your mouth? No. Because sure you were like, like whoa, whoa. I know. I was really yeah. putting them in there. <laughs> it was really gross. I mean, I was spitting everywhere. They're going to have to, like, hand out ponchos for the first row next time because <laughs> I was, like, I was so embarrassed because I kept seeing spit fly. And you would do celebrity impressions, too. That was another bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really do impressions well. Uh. That's just part of the bit. I just pretend like I can. And people are like, oh, yeah. They're like, they would say, Donald Trump. I'm like, yeah, I could do Donald Trump. He's great. Not he's great, <laughs> but he's easy to do. Yeah, I could do that person. Michael Jackson, yeah. Who can't do Michael Jackson? Right, right. But then I pretend like I could pull someone up on stage and do an impression of them. And it kind of <laughs> just goes from there. 
So that's how good I am. Well, so you were saying that you tried some experimental comedy like that in a stand-up setting, in an open mic setting. What would it? What would you say to people, to an audience, you know, who might be thinking about checking out experimental comedy but are kind of like maybe hesitant, like scared or something? I don't know. I don't know. I, I say do it. You know, yeah. I put it off for so long because I didn't start till I was like 30. Mm-hmm. And man, I can't – if I would have started when I was like in my early 20s, that would be awesome. And, then, you know, mm-hmm. I may have gone in a bigger direction with it because I think you have more time to do comedy when you're younger. But, mm-hmm. yeah, just get out there and do it. Go to Shenan everywhere. Like there's so many places on social media that share shows and different types of shows coming up. Go out there and meet the people, ask questions, and they'll mm-hmm. point you in the right direction for an open mic for regular comedy or experimental comedy, you know? If you, Guy Frizzell, could design your own comedy show, stand-up or otherwise, what would that look like? I don't know. I once, I ripped off, pretty much ripped off Doug, Doug Benson because he had a comedy interruption show, mm-hmm. and we did that a couple times back in the day, and that was really fun. What's that? That's basically where, um, I, like, I was the host, so I would be on stage the whole time, mm-hmm. and I would bring a comic up, and they would do their set, in the middle of their set, I would either riff on it or talk to them about it and make jokes and just kind of have fun, you know, no mm-hmm. pressure and stuff. That's cool. That's fun. I kind of like the comedy test kitchen format. Take that and turn it into like a bigger comedy show and just mix them together, mm-hmm. I think would be like a good show, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have a few more questions mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I'll let you go. Um, the first one out of these last questions, do you have any hidden talents or unique hobbies? No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty basic. Where I don't do anything <laughs> cool. Like, no, ta- I can't think of a talent. Like, I listened to the show before, and I forgot that question was coming. But at the time, I was like, "What would be my talent?" And it's like, I don't have any talent <laughs> besides comedy. Ho- yeah, I yeah. mean, I guess that I'm okay at that, and Aww. that's just something you could do. You can't do all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. And like hobbies, I don't. Man, I'm boring. What is your typical Saturday night? Lately, um, let's see, watching Soprano reruns. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty, I mean, I've been pretty chill. Well, there's been shows going on. I've been trying to get out and stuff and do fun things. But uh, most of the time, I just like to chill. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Keeps you out of trouble. Uh, eat some food. I like to eat food. So. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> Order something what is, and watch what something. Is, what is the best thing that you've had? Food-wise, in a while. Okay, so, like, I'm a big Publix guy. Like, okay. I love Publix. So you're down with the sandwiches? The sandwiches are great, yeah. but they're tenders. Like, mm-hmm. I just love their tenders. The uh-huh. best tenders in Huntsville, honestly. Mm-hmm. I just love those tendies. And then they have <laughs> these um, Heath Bar cookies. What? Yeah, I'm not a Heath Bar guy. I they am. Are, they well, are the a, best cookies. Yeah. They mm-hmm. are so, I mean, like. They come baker's dozen, and mm. they're all gone that night. There's mm. no saving these cookies. There's <laughs> like it's just like oh my gosh, they just melt in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> those are my favorite things. Is Publix tendy? Like if I'm feeling sad or or if I just worked a bunch, any kind of excuse, I'm going to go to Publix and get some tendies and mm. cookies. <laughs> you are a dad. What is your favorite dad joke? Oh man, one of my favorites right now is like. Um, and then I wrote all my dad jokes. There's mm. like, <laughs> no brag. <laughs> um, <clears throat> one of my favorite ones is like earlier today, I, 
you ever, okay, well, I was trying to set it up, but here we go. How <laughs> earlier today I swallowed a bumblebee. Oh. Yeah, and I caught a little buzz. <laughs> so bad. So, so dumb. And so, all of my jokes are so dumb. Give but me I, one more. One more, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, did I, this is so dumb. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, <laughs> I mean, they're all so dumb. Well, yeah, it's a corny uh, joke. <laughs> okay, so like I, I've been trying to like start my own small business where I um, fabricate, install marble countertops. Oh, okay, sounds boring. Yeah, it's pretty boring, but it's got a really <laughs> cool name. I was going to call it "Don't Take Us for Granite." <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> and if someone doesn't laugh at that, I could be like, "Oh, I guess you're not part of the counterculture." <laughs> <laughs> Counterculture. Yeah, it's so stupid. <laughs> God, I can't believe I just said that on the radio. Sorry. That's okay. Who makes you laugh the most in your life these days? Um, comedians or just anybody? Anybody. I mean, like me. Okay. Honestly, me. Like, I just like when I'm with like a friend, a good friend, and just riffing on a movie or something we see. That's like my favorite thing. Mm. That makes me like really happy and. To have someone like that's kind of like me, not like me, but same that gets what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and like being in the same room and just riffing, that's fun. And who, who, what kind of comedians are you watching these days, local or otherwise? Um, otherwise, I see. I don't get to make it out to see a lot of local people yeah, like I yeah. want to, you know. But um, really into Mark Norman and Joe List right now. Mm-hmm. Tom Segura is always a favorite, mm-hmm. you know. I kind of I used to. That's who I listen to the most right now. Mm-hmm. That's like on my radar. You know, of course, there's like all the classics like Bill Burr and John Mulaney. All those guys are great. Chappelle. All those guys are great. But um, I, I kind of get to where I'm just like oversaturated by their material, which I'm just yeah. and I move on and try to find someone new, which I mean, it's good to go back. But um, you can only take so much sack lunch bunch. Yeah. And also everyone's putting out specials on TV mm-hmm. and I hate watching comedy on TV. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hard for me to sit down and watch comedy where I, if I could listen to an album, that's so much better. Right. Yeah. Cause I guess you can sort of immerse yourself as if you were there mm-hmm. better than if you're just kind of watching people in an audience. Yeah. It's you're like, I, I'm not there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I enjoy going to live comedy, but yeah, watching it in my living room, it's not, mm-hmm. doesn't yeah do anything for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Any final thoughts before we go? Like upcoming gigs, your social media, whatever you want to plug. I have something at the end of the year. I think we're going to do a roast of 2023 cool. shenanigans that I'm super excited about. I love the 2022 one. Oh, Did really? You get to see that no, one? I missed it. So I'm excited. That's so cool. And I'm going to be part of that. So I don't want to give away my character or anything like that, but it's going to be fun. You got to tell me when we're done. Okay, I definitely will. Okay, cool. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for hanging out today, guys. Thank you so much for having me.